Well, <clears throat> today is going to be a bittersweet podcast because I am actually retiring the Strip and Shake podcast. I know. I know it's sad. Boo-hoo. <laughs> but there's some method to my madness. Actually, there's a lot of method to my madness. Or maybe it's just one. I'm not sure. But anyways, this podcast, this one here, the Strip and Shake podcast, I have to first say I'm eternally grateful to all of you who've been listening to it. I'm eternally grateful for actually starting it because if it wasn't for this podcast and getting comfortable with being able to speak about all sorts of weird, weird shiznit, then, you know, there's no way that I would have been able to expand me and how I want to present myself. You know, there's always that starting point. And that's what the Strip and Shake podcast was for me, or is. It's my starting point. It's my starting point for getting extremely clear on the message that I want to send. And if you listen to my first series, which is no longer up because I actually pulled it all down um, for reasons of same kind of idea I wanted to um, or not that I wanted to I was getting more clarity on how I wanted to present myself in this platform and my season one episodes just didn't fit anymore of course I kept my my interviews up because those are amazing and those are exactly where I want them to be Um, but I found that the I guess the branding behind strip and shake doesn't fit with where I'm wanting to go. So it's time to open up the next chapter. And I'm extremely excited about that. And I wanted to jump in here and do this episode so that, um, one, you can know what's going on and it doesn't just disappear on you. And two, so you know where to find me if you're wanting to listen to updated podcast episodes. So here's how this is going to work. I am going to be calling the new podcast Goddess and Sweats because that is how people find me on social media. Um, that's my handle on Instagram. It's my handle in um, Twitter and Pinterest. And I am also revamping what I do on Facebook as well to match that because I have found that that is just that's who I am. Um, and what is Goddess and Sweats? I will explain. Let me explain. So Goddess and Sweats to me, what it means to me, and I know I've mentioned this before somewhere. I can't remember if it was in my blog or if it was on here or where it was. But to me, it is a spot of um, taking away the box or pulling yourself out of the box because... One thing I found, that's what it was, I was sharing it in my branding experience, and I can't remember if I recorded it, I think I did, I'm pretty sure I did, but um, but I am one of those people, and actually we all are, when you start to really open yourself up to things, we are so multifaceted that when we put ourselves in a specific box of what we do, I shouldn't say when we, but when I put myself in a, in a specific box of what I do, I feel very constrained. Like if I go outside of that box, I'm breaking all the rules. So that's even the same with Strip and Shake, but I the, the branding of the name Strip and Shake doesn't fit me. 
it doesn't fit the message it doesn't um it doesn't fit where my next step is going so that's why i'm really excited to really hone in on the goddess and sweats and so goddess and sweats what does it mean to me to me it means that it takes the limit away it takes me out of a box and with it I can show the multiple facets of myself because there are so many things that I really enjoy there's so many things that I'm capable of there's so many skills that I have and to be honest I want to be able to show it all I mean there's so many things there are just so many things I've always been that type of person that has wanted to do it all if anyone is familiar with good old country music um, Terry Clark the song I want to do it all that fits me to a T I've always wanted to do it all. I love trying new things. And I think that being able to share that, share those multiple things is so valuable because it, for me anyways, it can be for that person who maybe wants to do the same thing, but they're not sure if they should because it's outside of their quote unquote brand. And that's what I want to help empower not just women, but everybody, men, women, if you're in between, you know, it doesn't matter, but just people in general to share that you can have multiple facets of interests, of skills, of what you bring to the table and still have an amazing brand around that. And that is really where my brand is, is this multifaceted, multi-talent, multi-skill, multi-interest, and also just wanting to explore new things. So I'm incredibly excited about this and I hope you'll join me. Um, The link for the podcast will be in the show notes. So you are welcome to come on over and listen to my first few episodes. It's not going to be released right away because I am going to pre-record four or five episodes first and get them up there so that there's some good variety of content on there I do want to focus more on doing some I want to focus on doing some more interviews and having guests on because I love that synergy that happens when you have a guest on if anyone's listened to um, when Thornley come on and chat then you'll know what it's like it's so neat having different perspectives and and being able to bounce off each other and create that energy in the podcast that still can come from having a single speaker but it's so much more fun when you can have a friend on um so that's what's happening and i'm really excited for it and is even though i'm sad to let this one go and to retire this podcast i'm gonna leave the episodes up because why not and we're just gonna trans transfer over to the new to the new podcast and um yeah so that's what's happening so I hope to I hope to hear you over there. I hope that you'll join me on the Goddess and Goddess and Sweats podcast, and um, and join me in some crazy adventures. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's some cool things coming. On another note, <laughs> on another note, um, what is going on in the world today? Holy bananas! It is crazy. It's crazy, and you know there's people who are extremely mad angry, sad, fearful, and then there's other people who just don't know what the hell is going on, and I totally get that. Um, And 
you know, I just want to let you know that if you are somebody who is quite fearful, it's okay. Don't feel bad and don't let anybody make you feel bad for being scared because it's, you know, when you read, when every second post or every freaking post on your social feed, every news article that's coming out is something to do with COVID-19, it is scary. There, It's really hard to avoid. And I'm just going to tell you, on my social spaces, especially with Facebook, I am very diligent about what I see and what I allow myself to see. And it's not because I want to be ignorant by any means, but it's just because I don't want to be inundated with stuff that's just going to make me feel bad all the time. Because I have bigger things to do. I have things that I need to do and I need to be in a good frame of mind. And again, it's not that I'm ignorant to it. I just don't need to be inundated and see it all the time. So I turn off the news and I will hide posts that make me feel angry, sad, or fearful, depressed. I hide those posts if I see anything on there that I just can't handle. Um, because I need to be, I can't help anybody. I can't make a difference from that emotional point. So I do that. But even with my diligence, I can't run away from seeing this in just, it's actually more than every other post. It's like every fourth post is something nothing to do with COVID-19. So <laughs> I'm doing my best and I don't succeed all the time, but I'm doing my best to make sure that what I'm posting on my page, that it gives people a break from it. Because when we're so in that fear-basedness of what's happening, it's not doing us any service. And actually, I was talking with a friend of mine, Carol Ann, who I'm having on the Goddess and Sweats podcast very, very soon. We're going to be doing a recording for it um, because she is just a, a fountain of wisdom. But she is really talking about and wanting to focus on how the fear and the stress of the fear will already break down your immune system. And I've known this for quite a long time, right? When you're in fear, when you're feeling extremely stressed out, um, it does affect your physiology and it affects your immune system and it makes your immune system not as effective because you're in that constant flight or fight mode. And when she was talking about it, she just brought it all back to focus for me and I want to help spread that message of we need to really be diligent about where our fear level is and how it's affecting us around this because yes, it's it's happening, okay? We can't deny that it's happening. Um, I won't deny that it's happening, but we can definitely take some critical, critical steps into making sure that we're not being inundated by it and not being put in this constant state of anxiety and fear um, and it's natural, by the way, to have the, to feel that anxiety and fear around it because it's, it's kind of scary. I mean, I'll even say it there. I'm nervous, right? But we need to make sure that we're taking time for self-care, making sure that we're taking time to do things that bring us joy and create the fun. It can be as simple as having a little dance party, <laughs> you know, put on a good song and just shake it out shake it out you know we were dancing to kiss this morning the girls and i <laughs> um my favorite kiss song by the way is i was made for loving you i just love that song <laughs> i can't even tell you how much i love that song so we can do those things 
and whatever it might be maybe for you it's painting something maybe it's writing maybe it's reading a great book watch a funny movie something that's going to make you laugh my go-to funny movie and I can watch this movie a bajillion times and still just laugh my ass off is I love you man I just that movie it always makes me feel better so let's focus on doing those things Take some time to do some deep breathing. Take two minutes, two minutes to focus on some kind of meditation practice where you're just sitting quietly in the present and deep breathing and focusing on the breath. Because one thing that's really cool is we can worry about all this thing that's happening around us. But if you're not affected, you're actually fine. You're safe. There's nothing wrong in the present moment. And this moment that I'm speaking to you, I'm fine. I'm safe. It's all good right? I'm not dealing with this thing head, you know, directly at the moment. And even if I was, I would take it one step at a time as we go. But at this moment, you're good. You're safe. It's all good. And that's really what being present is. And Caroline was talking about, you know, why people who meditate on the regular, and I'm by on the regular, I'm thinking a daily basis, and it doesn't have to be five hours of meditation a good five to ten minute 20 minutes of a meditation practice where you can just solely focus on the breathing and being present with where you are and that's why the breath is so critical and focusing on the breathing because the breathing is what's happening now and when you focus on that it brings you into this is exactly what's happening now brings you into the present but she was saying how the people who meditate like that on a daily basis are actually getting younger because and this was a really fascinating one and I know we're going to be talking about this coming up but I wanted to share a little bit about this you know when we're focused on the past and thinking about the past and the stresses that are there it ages us when we're even thinking about the future and what we want it's still aging us it's not saying that we we should not look into the future at all and plan what we want but when you're constantly in that future 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 and wanting to get there it can create a lot of stress around that because if you're not getting there then what right you start feeling terrible about yourself you start feeling frustrated like it's never going to happen and all those negative emotions come in um, even though maybe the future that you're visualizing is a very positive one and one that you really love so coming back to present is very critical and I wanted to share that with you. And I know Caroline's going to talk about that too in, this, in the Goddess and Sweats podcast. Um, and it's going to be fantastic. We, I, we're not sure if we're going to do one episode or two episodes, um, but we're going to figure it out as we go. Because sometimes that's what you got to do is just figure it out as you go. So a couple tips because, you know, things are shutting down, right? Like we have uh, Italy is shut down. There's... You know, you're being asked to keep your distance from social gatherings. And actually, I was listening to another podcast about, you know, the social distancing thing. And they brought up a really good point. It's not that we want to be socially distant because that's very isolating. And for people who already struggle, um, maybe with depression because of lack of connection, this is a terrible, terrible way to put it. It's not that we want to be socially distant. We need to be physically distant for a bit. And this is why I love the internet. I mean, look at what we can do. We can have video chats with people. We can do video meetings with people and still be able to have that social connection without physically being there. 
I mean, that's pretty freaking awesome, right? It's pretty freaking awesome. We live in an amazing time. And honestly, if this is something that would have happened before we were able to have this type of connection, I could see a lot of very negative social things happening for people. And so we don't want to feel isolated. We don't want to be socially distant. We need to be physically distant and still stay socially connected. So make sure that if you need to, that you're taking the time. I hope my thing didn't, there we go. My, my screen, my screen went black on me and I was hoping that the recording was still going and it is. But, you know, it make sure that you're taking the time to touch base with someone. Have a phone call with somebody that you love and care about who you can have a good chat with and laugh with or cry with. It doesn't really matter what you want to feel or what you feel there, but just make sure you have that social connection. We don't want to feel isolated in this. Um, Make sure that you're taking time to care for yourself, just as I spoke about before with what Caroline suggested, you know, make sure you're making time for fun. Um, and fun doesn't have to be extravagant fun. I mean, seriously, put on a good song, sing along, you'll feel great. Take your favorite song, don't pick a song you don't like, by the way, because <laughs> that makes it, then it'll be no fun, right? Um, but find those times for self-care. And two, it doesn't mean that you have to stay inside your house the whole time. You can still get out and go for a walk, right? This, is an air, this isn't an airborne thing from what I've heard so far. This is, it has to come into physical contact with you. So if you're touching something and then touching your face. So if you want to go for a walk, great. Make sure you wash your hands when you get home just to be on the safe side. Try not to touch your face. But make sure you can get some fresh air because honestly, I think the fresh air part too will really help. Um, it'll help you feel better and it's not that you can't go out and do stuff like that. Just make sure you're being cautious. Make sure you're washing when you come home. Don't touch weird things, <laughs> okay? Don't touch weird things and then touch your mouth. Um, try to stay off public transit if you can. I think most public transits are actually slowing down or shut down depending on where you are. But it doesn't mean you have to stay in your house. It means that you just have to stay physically distant from people, which is there's nothing wrong with that and it's definitely a good precaution so um, I just want to put that out there that you know get some fresh air go in your backyard if it's warm enough anyways where we were sitting at minus 38 last night celsius with the wind chill which by the way in fahrenheit is stinking cold Um, let me see if I can figure it out here on my on my app because I can actually switch it back and forth I'm almost getting really good at switching it from fahrenheit to celsius so Right now we're at zero degrees Fahrenheit um, and now it won't tell me what it was last night. But so, so zero degrees Fahrenheit, by the way, is minus 21 or minus 18 Celsius. So add, add a little bit onto that. It was, it was stinking cold. So if it's really cold, of course, going out and sitting in the sun in your backyard, keep it short, (laughs) keep it brief. (laughs) Um, But if you're in a place where the weather is warmer, you know, go sit in the sun for a little bit if the sun's out, get some fresh air, Um, stay in your backyard if you need to, it's all good. But don't feel like you have to stay stuck in your house. So you can have that space from people. You can even go for a little drive, go for a cruise, you know, with the windows down if it's, again, if it's warm enough. Um, And just make sure you can get yourself out of the house at the same time where we're just staying distant from people um, who aren't, you know, obviously living in your in your house. So I hope that's helpful. Um, the other thing too, I just wanted to mention, I, I this was from another friend, Karen. Uh, she is such a wise woman and she actually has a business around Woman Wise. Um, 
and she was talking you know if you're if you're wanting to prep a little bit that's not a bad idea it's a good thing to be prepared because if things shut down you want to make sure you have supplies you want to do it sensibly of course so here are some things that you might want to you know consider stocking up on Um, if you're on medication like medication that you need daily go get you know enough to last you for two three three weeks go for three weeks just to be on the safe side Um, make sure that you have enough food in your house and make sure it's food that you eat don't go buying weird stuff that you're not going to eat actually Karen did a really funny you know if you don't eat spam now don't go buy it now because you won't eat it and then it'll sit there and then it'll end up going to the food bank or something like that which I mean that part's not bad but honestly spam is one of the worst things in the world and it, it's terrible it's terrible Ugh. I my one of my good friends her dad <laughs> made a spam sandwiches once it was the worst thing ever um so make sure it's things that you do eat. So if you want to pick up some, you know, frozen pizzas, it doesn't look like there's going to be power outages or water shortages or anything like that because this isn't that type of, you know, disaster. Um, it looks like we're still going to have power and and water and all that stuff. So you don't have to worry too much about there. It's not a bad idea, though. If you do want to get some water, just take your tap water. Um, if you can filter it, you don't have to go out and buy water. Just take your tap water, especially if you drink your tap water already, or if you filter it, filter it up, put it in some food safe containers. And, um, you know, they say, I think a gallon a day per person, having two gallons a day per person in the house isn't a bad idea because then that covers hygiene, it covers cooking, it covers hydration, all of the things. Um, if you have pets, make sure there's enough pet food, right? not not too challenging make sure you have enough pet food to last you for two or three weeks I say go for three because an extra week isn't going to hurt anything you're going to use it up anyways right so that's why we say stock up on um stock up on things that you use so if you you know canned soups are great I mean we use canned soups here all the time so we got a few extra uh, just to make sure we have it frozen pizzas if you eat pierogies you know just have those types of things that you can freeze when it comes to veggies you know Fresh is best, of course, but frozen is great. Uh, so if you need to just stock up on some frozen veggies for that time being, go for it. And, um, you know, again, like this, like we said, it's not doesn't look like power is going to be affected, but um, it's not a bad idea to have, you know, some extra batteries around. I'm not talking like a stockpile as if, you know, we're going completely gridless, but having a few extra isn't a bad idea just in case, right? Um, and that that should pretty much cover you and you think of sensible things when it comes to toilet paper because this is a funny one this is the funniest thing ever it's so bizarre how fear affects us and the things we think we need to stock up on but um you know for us a case of toilet paper like a big case that you get from costco that will last us a month so if you have a case one of those packages of toilet paper you're going to be good for four weeks if that lasts you four weeks depending on how many people you have in your house depending on you know how much you use hopefully you guys are being you know cautious with it but you don't need five big things of toilet paper for this at least it doesn't look like it at the moment and um, to be honest toilet paper is one of those last things that should be on the list because there are multiple ways that you can still go around cleaning your back end um, 
that doesn't require toilet paper. You can wash, you know, there, there's ways around it is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you should have to do that, but just saying that there are options. So if you've spent your life savings in toilet paper, first off, I don't want you to feel bad about it. It's, it's scary when you start seeing all these things happen. And, um, and when you see other people going crazy for it, you think you should too. I get it. I get it. So here's what I'm going to suggest. If you do have a surplus of toilet paper right now, go on to your local, if you have a local like connection site, we have a local connection page on Facebook where our community, it's called the Stetler Connection. Go on there and ask if anybody is needing toilet paper because there are quite a few families who haven't, you know, they didn't jump on that bus because they, they understand that toilet paper is not a huge asset. That was a pun intended. <laughs> but there might be families who are looking for toilet paper who need it, who don't, who can't find any because it's just stocked out. I mean, even in our little town, it is stocked out. So if you have six or seven big ass packages of toilet paper, put it up and say, you know, I've got a couple packages. If you guys would like some, don't upsell it. Okay. Don't try to make a profit on it. It's just cruel, to be honest with you. Um, sell it for the price you bought it for and just you know, offer it up. I think it would be a very kind thing to do, uh, especially if there's families who, you know, are needing toilet paper and they can't get it because everyone else went and stockpiled it. Um, that's one thing I recommend too. And again, just keep things clean, wash your hands very frequently. We should be doing that already. Um, we really should be. So when you come home from doing something out in town, come in, wash your hands first thing, get it out of the way, and then you're not spreading it around the house get a really good disinfectant. Um, the one I use, I love because there's no bleach in it. There's no ammonia in it. It's much, much healthier. Um, it kills, you know, it kills coronavirus. It kills rabies for crying out loud. Actually, there's a very good story about rabies. Um, there was a gentleman last year, I was at a market and he had a bat, a little bat climb up on him at this campsite. And, um, he was a little nervous of it and I was able to spray him down with this stuff and wipe him off and it would and it kills the rabies virus so that's kind of cool um it kills you know bacteria it'll kill everything on hard surfaces I make wipes for myself so that when we're out and about I can wipe down anything that we're going to touch like cart handles or doorknobs or stuff like that it's just good to keep those things clean and also my steering wheel just to be on the safe side right so that if you know, I have touched something and touched my steering wheel. I can just wipe down my steering wheel, wipe my hands off. Now, one thing I will say when it comes to hand sanitizer, guys, this is just an in-the-moment helper. Not all hand sanitizers kill coronavirus. Um, so still, even if you're using hand sanitizer on the go, when you get home, just wash your hands to be on the safe side. Soap and water works the best. Um, if you'd like information about the disinfectant that I use, germicide, disinfectant, germicide, uh, I will put a link to it in the show notes and um, or actually I'll put a link to my email in the show notes and then you can email me about it and then I can send you the info on it um, and just remember to keep clean guys be be very conscious conscientious about who you're visiting if um, you know if you have people who are elderly who are in uh, care I know it sucks, but try to stay away because the elderly are the ones who are most susceptible to having negative impacts on this and um, where it can cause death. Their their death rate is much higher than it is for somebody who's in my age group, which is, you know, I'm 30, 33. So 
If you're on the younger spectrum, good chance that you'll be okay and be able to fight it off. But we still have to be very cognizant of our elderly and are extremely young. So if you have a friend who's had a baby, it might just be better to stay away for now. As much as it's nice to get those baby snuggles, um, just give them space until a lot of this can blow over. Um, and that's is again, phone calls, you know, video, video chats. There's so many ways that you can chat with people. So I hope that helps. I just want you to know that if you're scared out there, it's okay. You're not alone. Um, I am going to put my email in the show notes. So you are welcome to email me if you have questions or if you just want to chat. I mean, I'm happy to chat by email if you just want to express some concerns, express your fears. Sometimes it's better just to talk about it than it is to hold it inside. So I just want to offer that out um, so that if you are scared, don't hesitate to pop me an email and just say, hey, Kristen, you know what? I'm actually really terrified because of this, this and this. Let's hash it out. Let's work through it. And, you know, I'll be there. I'm there for you if you need to chat. All right. So with that, I just want to thank you. This is going to be the last episode of Strip and Shake. Thank you for everybody who has supported this podcast, for everybody who has been here. (sighs) You have no idea how much I appreciate you. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a great learning experience. And I'm excited for the next chapter with Goddess and Sweats. So I hope to see you over there. Um, not, Not even hope. I expect to see you over there. Gosh darn it. I'm kidding. There's no pressure, but I would love to see you over there. <laughs> so, um, so stay tuned for that. As soon as I get the link for it, I'm going to post it in the show notes here so that you can come over and join me there. There's going to be some promo around it. If you want to catch me on my social spaces, um, you are invited to come connect with me on my social spaces so you can stay up to date as to when the Goddess and Sweats podcast is going to be released. <laughs> My kid, my family's not killing each other, I promise. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at goddess in, in sweats. You can find me on Twitter, same handle, at goddess in sweats. You can find me on Facebook, um, Kristen Louise Heenahan, and make sure it's K R I S T I N Louise and Heenahan is H E N E G H A N. I would love to connect with you over on Facebook as well. So reach out to me on whatever social platform you use and I'd be happy to um, connect with you, get to know you a little bit better and then you can stay in the loop with what's happening with the new podcast and I'm hoping to have it all released by April 1st. That is my goal, not an April Fool's joke because we're going to cancel that this year. I'm just kidding, we're not. (laughs) We're not going to cancel it. Um, So my goal is to have it out Wednesday, April 1st and uh, but If you connect with me on my social spaces, then you can find out in case things run late and sometimes it just happens. So we'll see you all there. Thanks again for supporting the Strip and Shake podcast while it's been here. It's been an absolute blast sharing this information with you guys and I'm really excited for the next chapter. So take care, everybody. Hugs for now.